if you're a hybrid photographer who's offering prints but hasn't sold any yet, this is for you. Today, I'm talking to Canadian photographer Janelle Kurlicki, a mom of two who is working part-time as a photographer since 2015 while her kiddos were home with her. She'll share her story of how she went from never selling a piece of wall art to a $5,132 order. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time. I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Crazy Janelle, I'm so excited that you are here. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay, well, let's dig in by starting with where you were as a photographer. Like, what's a little bit of your backstory? Well, as you mentioned, I've been doing photography since 2015, and that has that came off of a broadcasting background. So I still am somewhat in broadcasting, but uh, my true love is photography. And I was doing what everyone did before this is, you know, the digital file model. And I knew about prints. I had seen some creative live things, you know, you can watch videos and everything about um, selling prints or just any like other photographers and what they're doing. And so I was learning from them and finding the best vendors and, you know, I'm going to do it. And but how do I make a price list? And what do I really do? And I didn't really know. So I kind of made my prices way too low, even though I thought they were astronomical. Yeah. So you were just grabbing sort of different puzzle pieces from all these good puzzles, right? There are a lot of puzzles out there, but you're, so you're grabbing this, these different pieces and you're putting pieces together. Okay. Keep going. I was trying it with clients and it was, you know, uh, put the, your images on an online sharing site and you can, purchase if you'd like, or I can talk to you about it, but really they never did. <laughs> okay. I want to dig in there. So did they buy, like, were people buying? Uh, only digital images, the odd, the odd person bought a gift print, but never canvas. And I have canvas and standouts and medals uh, in my studio at home. And I did. And so they would see those pieces, but everyone is trained to just want the digitals. And I didn't know how to speak with those people. Got it. And did you have anything big that you were showing or you were literally just putting up the online gallery? Do you mean in my studio or like a sample? Were you educating them or like, were you meeting with them before and showing them a wall portrait and talking about wall portraits? Not meeting with them before. It was the email back and forth. They come in my studio and there are portraits on the walls in my studio. And some might say, oh, that's really nice. And, um, but that was mostly the extent of it. I would say, oh, those are available, but it never really went much farther than that. Okay. Okay. So how long did you go along that way? 
I would say I probably started maybe 2018 doing that and okay. then continuing to do that. But I, okay. I pushed the the digitals the most, I think, because I didn't really know otherwise. And all the mini sessions as well on top of that. And those were never fun. So, <laughs> yeah. And so you were a mom. Were you, were you a full-time mom at this point or you still had your other job? I actually had a, a plan in my brain that when I went on my first mat leave, I was not going back. And so I had planned to make photography my job. So my husband was doing the main supporting and I was the stay-at-home mom slash photographer. Okay. So that was what I was doing. So I didn't have to coordinate aside from I do voiceover work, but that's again, contract yeah, yeah. photography. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what, where was, where was the struggle there? I mean, were you, what in your mind were you saying? Like, I've got to make more, like I'm working all the time. What, what was happening in your brain? Cause now you're like home with the kids, but people aren't ordering. Yes. It was a struggle trying to coordinate all of, all of the things with the children. And my, my first was a tough one. So there was a lot of hands-on and not a lot of time for my work, even though I was at home all the time, but just caring for the house and your children. And then one's in school, one's not in school, then COVID happened and we're doing distance learning. And so trying to do photography when you're not making that much money and trying to put as many hours in the day as you could into it was really difficult. Yeah. So how many hours were you spending per session? In Okay. So do you mean including editing and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Because you were putting them up online. So like, what did that look like? And then they weren't ordering anything. I would say I would usually edit around 20 to 30 images at the most. And I I might be, you know, 15 hours per client I would put into it. And do you remember what your about average sale was? I was selling them a bunch of digitals for an amount, right? Was that a couple hundred bucks or do you remember? Yes, I was doing between probably around three, 350 to 450. Okay. Which some people might say, oh, that's not bad. But, you know, do the math on how many hours that is. And that's hours you're taking care of kids and trying to be with your hubby. What was your hubby saying? Oh, he was, he was thrilled whenever I would, whenever I would, uh, you know, maybe contribute five to five to 500 to $1,000 a month at the most. Sometimes it was three, sometimes it was four, but anytime I could contribute, he was, he was thrilled because otherwise it was just him because he yeah. didn't know better either. <laughs> yeah. So what was it that made you say, this is something isn't working? I, again, backtracking, I always knew about printed artwork and I always knew I wanted to be there. And so I knew it wasn't working. And I, I came across you uh, a year before I, I started Boutique Breakthrough and it just wasn't the right time. And I say that because those are my husband's words. <laughs> it just wasn't the right time. Um, oh and then, and again, it was the kids for, we're both just going back to school at the same time. Oh, you're doing great. You have all these mini sessions and, 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 you know, build your business. And so I waited that year and then I came back to my husband and I, I said, you know, invest in me. I, I am important. I, I, I'm just not where I want to be. And I know I can do better and I have the drive and the determination and I, I'm going to make it. And so he said, okay. 
Wow. That gave me chills. <laughs> like invest in me. That's hard to That's say. What I said. <laughs> Do you think that you had trouble asking for things from him? I know as a woman, I don't like to ask for anything, you know, I but did. Also, it it yeah. was hard. And I, I don't, it's yucky. I don't want to have to ask for that, especially, you know, an investment like that, but I invested in my broadcasting background. How is it any different? Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, all right, you're right. Like we're, we're going the wrong way. So you invested in yourself. You did boutique breakthrough. Um, what was that experience like? It was, it was great. Um, I, I was excited. There was so much information that I could take in it was really cool looking through the online database of everything and seeing it all and having that at my fingertips. And I had a a network of people too, that I could ask questions and learn from as well. And I really, I really liked that. So as you were going through this education, because you've been one who's been around and you've studied from a lot of people, like taking all these different puzzle pieces to see one picture on the box and all the pieces that go to that puzzle Um, Some of them, maybe you'd picked up before you're like, oh, that part looks familiar, but maybe this puzzle piece I was missing. And, and like, what, what in your mind from someone who'd been like doing some education and watching some different things and learning, what do you think opened up the most for you about what maybe you specifically were missing or what were your biggest ahas? A few, I would say the marketing piece. That was, that was a big one with how to put myself out there. Also my pricing. Again, I said I wasn't pricing high enough, even though I thought I was. And that mindset, having the right mindset to just put the past behind me and know it wasn't profitable and to do it just a better way. There's a lot of mindset training in there, isn't there? Yes. Um, was, was, did you feel like the things were hard, the actual tactics, or was it the mental game that was harder? What what was the hardest for you? I would say the mental game, talking to people, I'm introverted in a lot of ways. So having to not just sit behind a computer desk, which I'm great at and doing social media, I, I didn't just want to do, I, that was easy for me having to do a different type of marketing. And I still, I still like, you know, it's, it's that head trash. I I have to really focus and not squirrel away. So that's always going to be one for me. I think that I struggle with. Yeah. 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 That's why the constant support is good. Mm-hmm. What, um, well, tell us about your Julie that you got. Yes. Uh, it was funny enough. It was a lady and her dog. And that was it. Just a a lady. She never, she didn't have a pet her whole entire life. She's probably in her sixties and lives alone, has no family. And she wanted to make memories with her dog. And I met her at a chamber of commerce event. And then she found, and then she contacted me after and we scheduled it and we did a, we did a two part in our house and in my studio kind of Christmas photos. And then she wanted the album and she wanted two large art pieces and she wanted an acrylic block. And then at the end of the session, she said, Hey, can we book another session in the spring? I want to get some dandelions with my dog and I running through the field. So that's coming up in a few weeks. <laughs> Holy moly. So what was the order? It was a $5,000 order. <laughs> <laughs> what you got a 5k yay and a julie all at once 
my very first one. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> so how did, what did that do for you? Like, how did that make you feel? It really brought it full circle. I kept saying the whole time I was going through the process of every step that once I do one, then I feel like I'm over that hurdle and it's just going to keep happening. And it has, it, again, oh. that, that mindset, I had to do every single step to ingrain it into my brain. And that's what works. Yeah. Is having all it. of those, those <laughs> missing pieces. I yeah. love it. I love that you follow. Did you, did you ever find yourself feeling resistance in the process and have to tell yourself, just trust the process? Yes. Yes. I, I definitely have felt that feeling and I would just look back at my notes or speak with another um, boutique breakthrough girl, um, like a friend of mine, and we would get through things together and yeah, trust the process and great things will happen. Looking back and knowing what you know, and you, you didn't even do it that long ago. Do you think you would have or could have figured it out what you've learned on your own? No. I would have had to do a lot more research, I think, and kind of make my own thing up. Like, yeah. Trial and error. I mean, that's, but then you, it fails and you don't know, is it you? Is it the system? I think that's where the struggle is. Yes, absolutely. And last question, what does your husband think about yours? Because he was happy with a little money coming in. What's he think now when you're probably spending less time making more? Oh, he's, he's so happy about it. And, uh, yeah, he is a huge cheerleader for me and he is now like, oh yeah, $1,500. Oh, that's a low order. (laughs) So (laughs) it's different for him now too. Yeah. He's had a mindset change, right? Cause now he sees what your value is and now lower orders are below what they, what they should be. I love that. And thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks friend. Hey photographer. It's Sarah again with a quick question for you. Do you ever wonder why some photographers make $300 a session and others make 3000? I know I did. So I dug deep into what's going on and I wrote a book for you called Worth Every Penny. You can get a free copy at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book. Inside this book, you'll learn four ways to price your photography and why there's just one pricing strategy that attracts the best clients. What to do when you need clients and why paying for ads doesn't work and what to do instead that's way cheaper. The do's and don'ts of social media, what most photographers are doing wrong that lowers their profits, and what to do instead. I'm not sure there's a book on the planet that more photographers have read. 23,124 photographers have it already, so I want you to have it too. Grab your copy of the hardcover book free here. Just pay a little for shipping and handling at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book.